Hello and welcome back to the Geeks at the Gates. Uh, in a second, we're going to rejoin our discussion about the 11th series of Modern Doctor Who. Uh, we are going to rejoin it about three seconds after last week's podcast finished. So if you haven't listened to last week's, you may want to just pause this, go back, do that and then come back again. One of the things that I don't like about only having one podcast a week is that there's so much stuff that goes on that we just can't cram in. So, for instance, have you seen the first episode of Star Trek Discovery Season 2? Have you? If you haven't, please go and watch it. It's brilliant. There is the most astonishing conversation between Tilly and uh, Samitz, which is it just it, it may be the most beautiful two minutes of television I've ever seen. And it's certainly the sweetest way of telling someone to shut up I've ever heard. And believe me, I get told to shut up a lot. So I have experience here. Uh, and of course, uh, Punisher Season 2 has also dropped on Netflix. And you really do need to go and have a look at that if you liked the Punisher at all as a character. Uh, we may or may not get to do podcasts about those things. Uh, but I just wanted to flag them up. Uh, because they're both brilliant. Uh, but we are going to rejoin now our conversation about uh, Doctor Who. This is still me, Hat and Steve sitting in the old shop surrounded by Russian dolls and other weirdness. And we are about to get in to stuff we didn't like and the New Year special of Doctor Who, which in Steve's case are kind of the same thing. What can I tell you? Let's get into it, guys. You know, there are certain moments where I've gone, maybe not. I think yeah. I've got a, I've got a whole the, section in the, the on the agenda for, for bits that sucked. The so Scandinavian Mirror episode was brilliant, right up until the frog. I loved the frog. No, it no, just for it, me the Scandinavian Mirror episode was brilliant, right up until they left the kid with a neglectful father who went into yeah. an alternate dimension. Because he missed his dead wife, rather than actually looking after his blind child. Yeah. Who had like, lost her mum. Who had lost her mum, which is a way bigger issue for me than the frog. The frog, I was like, yeah, uh, fine. By the time we got to the frog, I was fine with the frog. Don't care about Surrealism the Surrealism is all good. I'm okay with that. I'm really chuffed that I actually spotted Kevin Eldon under all that makeup as the kind of cavern... Or the cavern-dwelling thing. dude. Yeah. yeah. With, with no explanation as to what, what he was doing called? there at all. What was, what was his name? He had a, an odd name. Oh, yes, he did. I can't remember what it was. Pieces, fingers, something, nibbler, kind of something like that. Something of the something. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I think that's Kevin Eldon. And I would but, right. Yeah, yeah. But no, believe me, we are we are coming back to Scandi Dad. Scandi Dad sucked. <laughs> but before we do, the threats. I'm not calling them villains because most of them actually weren't. You've got Tim that's Shaw. That's annoyed a lot of people. It has, but they need to get over themselves a little bit. <laughs> um, we had Tim Shaw. Great. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. I, I, didn't thought, like, I didn't like Tim Shaw much. You're not supposed I'm, to like him. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, um, I, the, when the mask came off and I saw the teeth, I was like, viscerally, like, ew. The teeth thing is disgusting. That's a great Doctor Who thing. Uh -huh. that's, a, that's, that's back hiding behind the sofa. Right, that's yeah. proper, like, Villainy, yeah. nasty. That's nasty. You know, the jaw is almost completely missing. Like, they ripped his jaw off to get a tooth out. Like, that's, yeah. that's you know, that's why they have to cover the guy off and she apologises. Yeah, that it. was... His face has been half ripped open so the guy could take a tooth and shove it into his own cheek. That is disgustingly horrifying. That yeah. is evil bad. That's probably, that's probably it's a kid show. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and of course, 
It creeps me out. I want to know, and I, I suspect there'll be at some point there'll be an article in the Daily Mail about it. <laughs> I want to know how many children who, around about the time they see that episode, lose a tooth, <laughs> try and implant it in their own face. <laughs> I, I bet somebody has. I'm very surprised there hasn't been a Daily Mail article Bear in mind, already. There was many, many complaints and problems with a man giving birth in the papers uh, because of Doctor Who. Children aren't going to understand how their bodies work. Oh, my God, he's an alien. It's explained but, for hang on. fuck's but sake. But also, these are also the same people who don't want their children to be taught how bodies work anyway. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you're right. There, there's not really been many villains. I mean, in yeah. in in the, the what's it, the one on the space, the hospital spaceship, there's something conundrum. Um, yes. The Ting was a threat. The Ting, yeah. But the Ting was not evil. The Ting was not trying to hurt anybody. It was just being a Ting. It was trying yeah. to eat everything <clears throat> in the world. Yeah. The spiders... They were they were not part of some plot to take over the world. They were not no. evil spiders. They would. I mean, it's actually stated several times in the episode. They're just spiders it's not their fault. Yeah. doing what spiders do. They're not do. being controlled or anything. No. They're not, yeah. um, and it's not their fault that they've it's been. It's capitalism's fault. Yeah. In um, that episode, it was capitalism's fault. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very the much only, so. The only other person, the only other character <laughs> that acts apart from Tim Shaw, the only other character that really acts with genuinely villainous intent is. The workers' rights bod from Kaboom. Kablam. Kablam. I've called it Kaboom in here. That's probably because I wish it had blown up. Um, God, it's the worst. It's the worst. I don't, I don't I've talk, seen it now. I don't want to talk too much it was about shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one episode again. Capitalism bad, evil. The next episode, uh, oh no, I mean, unionism bad. It was, I it was to the lowest budgeted episode that just felt dull. It was you. You you likened it to an earlier. Episode, you sort of said it. I was. said it was no kill the moon. Yeah, but actually, it's <laughs> it's. I hate it for the same reasons I hate kill the moon. Actually, which is <laughs> but both both episodes. Kablam could have been a really good episode if they'd stuck to the capitalism yeah. bad. Theory. And so could so could kill the moon. But both episodes almost nail it, and then do something really bloody stupid. The message. I mean, kill the moon. If they'd made the big scary crab things. Something that could conceivably actually exist and not bacteria. Because they were giant, giant bacteria. bacteria. that could be killed by Detol by a child that had been taken. Yeah. I friggin' hate that a, episode. A, a better, a, a, I've only seen it once. I've a, better and more, a better and more scientifically accurate threat would have been better. And if they had the big dragony thing being born on the moon in a lava tunnel or something, which exists, we know they do, rather than saying, oh yeah, the moon's actually an egg, and... The moon's still there when the big dragon thing leaves because it lays an egg as it leaves. So hang on a minute, it hatches an out of an egg and then lays an egg, egg immediately, the same size as the egg is just hatched out. No, that's not how anything works. Don't do that. And it made me really, really angry. And be because it was just poor writing. Yeah. Kablam, I feel the same about. Kablam reminded me an awful lot of, I can't remember the name of the episode, it was the one from uh, Under Matt Smith where they went to a... A big factory, and it was like everyone was getting encased in red wax. Oh, that's the one with the Crimson Horror. Crimson that's Horror, the, yeah. Now the Crimson Horror for me, it I felt a little bit like that. For me, I love. I the wish Crimson it had Horror. been that good. Yeah, the Crimson Horror I love because Diana Rigg is everything, yeah. and has been my entire life. Thank you. It also had Jenny and Madame Vastra in it. Yeah, which again, yeah. my entire life, there was like so many people in that that I love. So yeah, I, but I kind of see what you're saying. It's almost like they were trying to go for that mm. that but, kind of setup, but it again. just didn't get there in any way, shape, or form. Like the end of it was just I, 
I honestly was just sitting there staring at the TV going, what the fuck have I just watched? This doesn't make sense. No, I mean, I quite like... Utopia! Just give robots jobs and give people free shit! Star Trek figured that out! My God! Yeah. And, and <laughs> they Red could... Dwarf figured that out. They, right? could, they could have ended it with that. Yes! And that would have been so much better! If the corporation had realised... You know, let's employ more humans! That's yeah. a great... No! If the corporation oh. had realised at the end that, no, actually, we can do Utopia... What are we doing this for? This is an outdated economy, economic model. Let's do something new. They could have done that. They didn't. I didn't mind that the workers' rights guy was a terrorist. Extreme circumstances drive people to terrorism. It's not a thing that I approve of, but I know it happens, and I would have been happy-ish for that to have happened in this case. But to just make him li- a literal gibbering loon <laughs> and say, this is what... And the solution is is to give in to him and give more people... No! No, 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 no! It was shit. And the Doctor... I love that, I love that. Yeah, it was shit. The Doctor... (laughs) It was so shit. The Doctor at the end... (laughs) There's a very strong argument to say that the Doctor at the end of that episode murdered him. It was the Doctor who set the Kablam men off doing the opening the bubble wrap thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she did a little bit of... No, no, come this way. Come this way. There's still time. She did a little bit of that, but essentially she let him stay there to be blown up. Yep. That's the least doctory thing I've ever seen a doctor do, and I saw the TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's the one it's the one moment of the whole series where I thought that's not the Doctor. Yeah. And not Whittaker's fault. I don't know who wrote... I can't remember who wrote that episode. I've burned their name from my mind with bleach because I don't want to just automatically hate whatever they do next. It was horrible and I hated it. There's always one, though. Isn't there always one in every series that you just think, why yeah. the fuck? And that was it. Yeah. That was the one for this series. Let's hope that... And I did actually hate it slightly less than I hated Kill the Moon. So... That's impressive. You know, it's not the worst episode of Doctor Who. It's the second worst episode of Doctor Who. Well, yes, going back to villains, not villainous mm. threats. Yes, because mostly, mostly what the threats were were actually concepts. So yeah, okay, we had the space greasing alien Nazi racist dude Time drama, yeah. in Rosa, but really the the threat there was the concept of racism. Now that was the real enemy mm. there, and that's really what they were taking on. The concept of witches and mud. <laughs> and just an imprisonment. No, no, uh, we had society because that, that was a great episode. In the Witchfinders, the Witchfinders, I liked that. The, yeah, the, the threat there was um, abuse of power. Oh, Alan Cumming in that episode was so good. I, was so Alan Cumming was phenomenal. I, I mean, it's Alan Cummings. I mean, of course, it's Alan Cumming. I mean, he's just Alan Cumming. And I did really, really. I don't know. If, do you remember the High Life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did really want them to find an excuse. To have the king go, oh dearie me, <laughs> at some point, because <laughs> I would have loved that. Um, I loved his accent. Yeah. He's a, what I love about this, Alan Cumming is Scottish. He did catch some shit from Americans on Twitter for having a shit Scottish accent, when in fact it was, I think, pretty damn perfect. Top class Scots, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Was, yeah. It was posh Scots. It was posh Scots. Yeah. That I as I lived in Glasgow, uh, and. Uh, I have many entertaining anecdotes about how I couldn't understand people and uh, felt very guilty about it. But um, I had friends who were incredibly upper-class Scots while I was there. They were My friend's girlfriend was incredible. Like, she was pretty posh. And her 
but she didn't sound like that. But her friends who went to private school in Scotland sounded exactly like that. And they (laughs) were really... That said, Americans on Twitter are forgiven for not knowing that. Because that's they not think Mike Myers has a good Scottish yeah, accent. That's not an accent which... they've ever been exposed to. They, as you say, they think Mike Myers has a good Scottish accent. Breaks my damn heart. Breaks my damn heart when, <laughs> you know... I, I'm... Well, and, they, and they see, what's his face? Groundsman Willie. Mm, Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. It hurts you know, me. And, and, and Fat Bastard on... Mike Myers. Mike Myers, oh, that's Mike Myers isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, they're forgiving, but I, it, it, I like that he nailed the accent. That's oh, a, yeah, it's beautifully just a, done. Just, just as, as, a, as a former professional linguist, that's a... That's yeah. a that's a geeky linguistics point that I yeah. just liked. He that was great. Uh, but as I said, the, the villain there was I, I hesitate to say the patriarchy was the villain there. Um, it so was though. But it was. <laughs> but it was. I was it, just sitting there going, "Yes, kill the patriarchy." It was. It a was. Lot. It was the ease with which the powerful can abuse power. Was, was, was the the enemy yeah. there? And what's terrifying is that that probably happened. Mm. Probably a lot. Mm. I mean, an awful lot of women, and it was always women, were killed in you know by witchfinders yep. who were just broads and charlatans and shitbags. I did have a little, th- and again, most people watching the episode would not have been taken out of the episode of the witchfinders by this. That wasn't Pendle Hill. No, it wasn't. That was <laughs> that was somewhere in Wales. Wales, presumably. It wasn't Pendle Hill. It was not Pendle Hill. The the landscape around Pendle Hill is nothing like that. Yeah. Um, that's, do you know what that's like for me? Right, the one other episode where it really pissed me off, Agatha Christie disappearing to a Harrogate hotel. I'm sorry, I fucking live here. Yeah. She went to the old swan and we all know it and it really annoyed me. Yeah. And Pendle Hill was the same for me. It was like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, why would you do that? Oh, probably, just, use, just use some library footage of Pendle Hill. Yeah, not hard. Although... They did need there to be a tree on Pendle Hill, and there aren't any. No. <laughs> and as far as I'm aware, there never have been. So, was well, explained why? It's a big so, barren hill. So, but but you know, but that is actually for almost everybody watching the show. <laughs> is there'll have been a few people in the north of England going, "Well, it's not bloody Pendle Hill," <laughs> because I was one of them. But I mean, even people in the south of England and in Scotland and in Wales will not have known that. The Welsh people that live near it will have gone. That's actually, really, yeah. that's very familiar. <laughs> Actually, yes, there's that. That was also a very good Welsh accent. I can't do that. I apologise to all Welsh <laughs> Yeah, like we've got any. But, you know, generally speaking, I like that. I like, you know, in, in Dims of the Punjab, the real enemy was, was colonialism and yes. and the lack of care. Oh, I loved that episode. Um, and I love that they, they, they headed it straight on. You know, it's like, British, probably don't want to be making too much of that round here at the moment. Mm. And, and, you know, the, uh, the, the bride, I can't remember his name, I'm so sorry, but the bridegroom's brother who's the bad guy, Yeah, you know, kind of say, oh, so, you know, you, you, you came, you saw, you messed about, you sodded off, and you left us with something you, you hashed together in two weeks. Because they did. Yeah. Mm. I think one of the greatest things about this series has been how much, like, history it's actually taught, which is the point. And of it's made too. people go and find out yeah, about things. absolutely. I mean, I knew a bit about the partition of India. I did history A-level. We touched on it. Yeah, but you've touched on it from this side of the world yes, looking at it rather than and, and yeah and I didn't actually study Rosa Parks at school I know they do now I'm Martin Luther King I, I'm, I'm slightly not in favour of that actually I kind of wish we looked at what we did wrong. what we did yeah, <laughs> yeah. so basically it's the all very well, of India needs to be taught it's all England. very well to, it's all very well to, to, to study Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King and look across the Atlantic and go good lord the Americans were racist weren't they <laughs> um, but maybe we need to look at ourselves a little bit in our history lessons I'm just saying 
Um, so yeah, we 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 learn all about slavery in America. We didn't necessarily learn that yeah, much really? about slavery. That's, in America. that's absolutely yeah. terrifying because who like, the, wow, who, my God, go to Liverpool to the slavery museum, British people. Yeah. Please go and look who what the, we did. In who were the Americans buying the slaves off? Yeah. Mm. Um, a whole tri- Actually, I did I did social economic history at A level, so I did do the triangular trade and stuff. So I I knew how shitbags we were. But... What I find really fascinating is like I, I mean I went to school in Harrogate. Harrogate is is Harrogate, and at the time was overwhelmingly white. And Still is. Still is overwhelmingly white. You know, um, and that's that's Harrogate. My wife went to school in uh, Leeds, which is not and was not, and um, you know, is not. And is not. Yeah. She she went to school with lots of people of lots of different ethnicities, and literally the history that was taught because yay national curriculum, they never even they never looked at any of it, and you sit there and go these people. These people that you're in class with they're, they're here because of shit we did and actually maybe it would be helpful for everyone to understand our multicultural makeup and w- like how our country came to be this way and that would be really helpful for everyone to get along better if we maybe understood that and it just irritates the hell out of me that it, you know it takes something like yeah. doctor who to actually yeah. make people look it up but then that is doctor who's job as you it's, said it's it you know to entertain and inform i believe is yeah. the bbc's remit it's oh, finally lovely. finally doing a bit so you know, but I liked, I liked that. And actually, since we've since we've hit on it anyway, oh, Doctor Who's too PC. I can't be doing with all this politics in Doctor Who. I mean, I'm going to mention this once. It always was, but actually, I, I've seen the complaint about this series of Doctor Who being really PC online a lot because I don't block people fast enough on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I ever think about it, and I. And, my my initial response was, well, it's always been that. You know, it's always been a bit left-wing, a bit PC. It didn't used to be called that because PC is a relatively recent term. You know, it's from the late 80s. But it's always been that. You know, the, they spent the 80s having a go at Thatcher and, you know, they... they Let's talk about what the Daleks represent but, at the start. Well, yeah, space Nazis. Yeah. But who you are allowed to punch. Mm. Or if you're ace... Hit with a baseball bat, which I still love. Oh, I miss Ace. Oh, so do I. Soul 300 is such a wonderful person. Anyway, and actually, just reflecting back over this series, I don't think it was particularly PC. I don't think it's necessary that it's, it's being politically correct. I think it's they've made it more diverse. And I think that's... People think diversity is politically correct. And it's not. I think aiming for a wider it's, audience... It's also just a bit accurate. Yeah, aiming for a wider it's, audience to try and bring in more viewers... If, is a good thing when you're reflect, making a television show, and also to reflect the makeup of, of modern Britain. Yeah, I think is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a random selection of characters from Sheffield, they're not all gonna be white. I'm sorry, they're not. No. I kind of love that the white bloke's not from Sheffield. I, I do love that. <laughs> um, but you know, it's yeah, Sheffield is it's not a massive city. It's probably the third biggest city in Yorkshire. I think they could have set it in Leeds. Leeds, Leeds is. is is the biggest city. In I'm Europe. really glad they set it in Sheffield, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Leeds doesn't have steel to make a, 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 a sonic with. Yeah, she would have had to have knitted it. Yeah, it'd be a cotton. Uh... <laughs> or beer. Yeah. Beer based. Yeah, or brewed it. Yeah, yeah. a brewed screwdriver. Or cobbled it together out of financial services, which is what Leeds makes his living <laughs> out of. Yeah, yeah. Now. Or could have gone to the, um, the Royal Armouries and, and used bits oh, from that. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, but well, she'd have had weapons there, but she wouldn't have had the means to. Well, it would have been smelt. But she wouldn't have had. She wouldn't have had the means it's... to smelt. And also, <laughs> actually, no, they also, make chainmail there. There's lots of blades. There's lots of blades in the Royal Armouries, and, has and big knife only things. idiots carry knives. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Me too. I've got one in my pocket right now. 
slightly concerned. <laughs> Can we get I have three times we're going to get out. Look, this is it. Yeah. We're like out. Should we, should we compare knives? Yours is weight. Look, this is my tiny. That's not a knife. Exactly. See, this is the point, isn't it? This isn't. This is a toothpick. Self-consciously diverse, perhaps, but I, I sort of think it had to be. We, we, you, you can't just keep you, having a TARDIS full of white folk. Also, you can't just have <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go. We're changing from a male to a female doctor. You need to have a more encompassing, diverse cast of companions. And I think they've proved also that I'm not in favour of doing things just because, right, we need a black one and an old one and an Asian one and a woman. I'm sorry, I just had this moment where it was just like, I thought of Bradley Walsh as being the old one for the first time and it really made me giggle. I really never thought of him as old. I'm I guess not, he's the granddad. Yeah. I'm not in favour of doing that. And if that's all they've done... I would be complaining as loudly as the gammons on Twitter. But don't you think that maybe somewhere in the, the upper echelons of the BBC, somebody gave them a remit to say, these are the things it's we possible. think... It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, and it's, it's a box-ticking exercise, and that's what we've done. But, but I don't think they set out to do But that. representation... Having said all of that, representation is important. Hugely. If you can't see it, it you can't be it. it I matters, believe this very strongly. It matters that, that it's done... If you're going to do it, it matters that it's done well, and it was. It, it made sense to put these people together the way they were put together. So you had Grace and Brian. Inter-ethnic marriages amongst people of that age group are unusual, but they're not unheard of. And the way they framed that, that actually moderately unethical in that she, yeah, was, his, <laughs> she was his cancer nurse. Yep. He was therefore a vulnerable person. You could argue that she groomed it, but, but it's the Florence Nightingale effect. I any, but, but I, I am sure it was all above board, and he didn't ask her out until after he stopped being her patient. I'm sure that's fine, but and it does sort of make sense that that, that you would get together under those circumstances. That drags in step grandson. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I, the, the number of kids of again of all ethnicities who were living with grandparents because something had happened to mum and dad had sodded off. I've taught lots of kids like that. They all had Ryan's issues. I loved that representation. Yeah. Um, I think that what's really, you know, the idea of family being more than, or, or being as well as, you know, living with your mum and dad and your sister. Yeah. It's also family where you don't, because you've got that mum and dad yeah. and sister thing with Yaz. Yeah. yeah. You know, and what also is quite nice is they're both young people in their 20s still living at home because rent and buying a house is really <laughs> freaking expensive. Because you have to. Yeah. Even, even even in Sheffield. Even in house Sheffield. House prices. prices in Sheffield are not like house prices in Harrogate, but it's still not straightforward. Yeah. No. And I like... I said, you know, Sheffield's a reasonably big city. It's still actually quite a small place. It's actually completely believable that two people who hadn't seen themselves since they were together at primary school would yeah. randomly run into each other in a, in a wood. Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. That happens. Yeah. You know, it happens to me every time I go back to Doncaster. I, you, you throw just, a bike off a cliff and then and you're you in a wood. You throw a bike woods. off a cliff and then... Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, but you do. You, you, yeah, I keep meeting... When I go back to Doncaster, I'm there very seldom. Day after Boxing Day, we drove home from Cambridge. We stopped at an out-of-town shopping centre on the way north, just outside Doncaster, because we were stuck in a traffic jam and we were hungry and it was lunchtime. So we went to the Pizza Hut because we knew it was there. I was sitting two tables over from a kid I taught 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, so that, that's completely Absolutely, believable. Absolutely, yeah. And it also makes the instant family aspect of it make sense. Yeah. Ryan and Yaz know each other. 
Graham is Ryan's step-granddad. Ryan is Graham's step-grandson. Of course they've got that dynamic. They, you know, of course they care about each other. Of course they settle into that TARDIS fam. Yeah. Nicely, quickly, easily. That makes sense. I love the way they did that. Mm. It wasn't forced. No. It it was just... And that whole thing where Grace remembered Yaz and it made it very clear that, like, mm. she's been sort of that that figure for Ryan since he was very little as yeah. well. Yeah. That was really nice exposition. And I love also... Hello, Ryan's nan. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. I still want, at some stage in Doctor Who, because like, they've not done it for such a long time, and I don't think they've done it really properly under New Who, is that we have a companion who's not from Earth. Mm. I'd want them to do I'd that. I'd put it like that. I'd, I want Cap- to... Does Captain Jack count? No. No, because he's from Earth. Is he? I thought he was... He's... No, he's from Canada. They called him the face of Bo, if you recall. Yeah, but I thought that was from a different planet. No. No, he's from Canada. I'm sure he's from a different... I'm time. so going to look this up now. Please look it up, I was kind I'm of hoping, positive I was really hoping... Um, I mean, he's a time agent, so he's worked on different planets, but I'm pretty sure he's from Earth. I was really hoping that, that Madame Vastra and, and Jenny would be more of a companion and actually go on more adventures. Yeah, I would like to see more of Madame Vastra and Jenny. I think that there could be a really wonderful... Um, oh, what the hell is the name of the street that they live on? Because I forget now. But the, um, Paternoster. Paternoster Road, yeah. Because there's them and Strax. I think there's a lovely spin-off. That would be a really highly entertaining they, Georgewood-esque they Victorian had, drama. They've had, they've had big finishes. There's there's quite a lot of... I'm making a sad and upset and huffy face for those of us that are listening. There's there, there's quite a lot of... I haven't listened to any of it, but there's quite a lot of Pat Noster gang stuff. I uh, really like And I'd, I'd, I'd love to see them on the telly again. Yeah. I would love to see them with this Doctor. Oh my God, it would be because, hilarious. Because Madame Vastra would recognise her instantly and Jenny wouldn't. Yeah. And Strax wouldn't be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it would be great. It's crying. That would have been a good Christmas special. Um, oh, it would have been hilarious. As a, next year's Christmas special... I think, and we'll 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 come to the special in a minute. I think I think as well. Sort of one of my predictions is I think hopefully at some point River Song will interact. Yeah. Oh God, I need to see River Song with Jodie. Have we not been told that that was going to happen? I don't know. I, um, I feel like Alex we... Kingston. Alex Kingston has said that she would love to do it. It's I a question. Would love to see it's it. a question of how hard that line Chris Chibnall's drawn under the previous series is. We've had a Dalek ish. <laughs> I would love. Love to see River Song engage with. It would be so. It good. would be so good. Yeah. It, it, either not knowing that it's the Doctor. You know she would know. No, because I'll tell. Well, she didn't. She didn't recognise Capaldi. Because yeah. oh, that that delivered one of my favourite yes, lines t- ever in Doctor Who. But time is not linear, so it, you know. Wibbly wobbly, tell me why me stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, it doesn't help that she's dead now, but. Well, wibbly wobbly tiny wiry we've seen the start we've seen the end we've seen bits of the middle but we've not seen the whole of the middle so. I haven't and seen River Song, in the book River Song has mentioned that she's had wives mm-hmm. so that's all good yep oh. and and actually that would be a nice story handled well handled badly it could be awful but handled well there's a real story to be told there about how you love the person yep. and not the body yeah. Absolutely. Um, River Song loves the Doctor. She's never cared what body the Doctor's wearing. And also, a great opportunity for a, no- a second same-sex kiss in Doctor Who, which would make the Daily Mail explode, which is always funny. Uh, always entertaining. Um, I, I have another thought as well, but we'll save it more for predictions into, okay. into um, way too future. <laughs> so, yeah, but no, I, and I liked... Just, just on the PC bit, a lot of people didn't like the Partition of India episode, The Demons in the Punjab. Um, because oh you know that's yeah, what we 
harping on about that for that's not but that is British history we did that yeah, yeah. I think that was I I think mean, very I think that episode was probably even more important than the Rosa Parks absolutely episode. I think so absolutely I, I agree think so. it's made a lot of people just that I talked to go oh I have to look that up yeah I didn't know that happened mm. I didn't know that happened in quite that way you know I'd heard because if ladies if, and gents please use an actual history book and not Wikipedia no please but, yeah 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 Use, use, use an actual book that's on paper, probably. I There is one that I saw that I didn't buy that I will find and recommend in a future podcast because I really wanted to read it and I will, I've got it somewhere on a, 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 a saved book. We'll add it to the show notes. But yeah, yeah, I'll yeah links, links in the show notes if Hap tweets it at me before I finish editing this on Sunday. I will do my best. As, as we talk. Yeah. But, you know, no pressure. Can, can, we, can, we, can, we, can we now talk about the New Year's, the New Year's episode? Um, Did you have, you've got one more thing? Yeah, one more thing. We're all dying to talk about this. Well, I've got Dalek. Do you know what? The other things, the other things I've got to talk about, are probably going to come up as we talk about. Uh, and and if 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 they don't, I'll mention them at the end. Okay. So yeah, okay. So before Steve's head explodes. <laughs> um. So the New Year special, uh, which, and and again, I'm joining with with the, the 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 women from Verity here. I don't care what it said on screen. It's called Resolution of the Daleks. Yeah. It's not called Resolution, it's called Resolution of the Daleks, as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to go back and retroactively change it on all my notes and everything. Minor point. I wouldn't bother because I don't think I'm going to ever go back and watch that episode again. Really? Massively disappointed. Did you not like it? I really just... For an end-of-season finale, it was so flat. It was the whole Chekhov's microwave. <laughs> really, really did my nothing. But it was Is also, it also, it was also we, we, the, the epic scale of this whole thing. Just like, to stop you for a second. Three tribes... Just to stop you for a second. Oh, I'm, I'm about, um, I'm gearing there up may be people listening who don't know what Chekhov's gun refers to. <laughs> if you don't know what Chekhov's gun refers to, there's a link in the show notes. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, you I, mean, you... I literally have a link to a whole thing about tropes on my bookmarks on my phone, so I will tweet you that as soon as we... <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not the first person to say Chekhov's microwave. Although I, did, a, I thought of it mid-episode. There's, I a, little, it, there's but... a little vein popping out of Steve's <laughs> head now. So I think we'd better let him carry on. Why set up three tribes all across the world to chop a Dalek into three bits and then show them getting reactivated and then do nothing with it? I I've seen this complaint on Twitter and I agree heartily. I, agree. I will, I will agree with say? that. The way they did it, they might as well have just had the dead Dalek in the bag. Yeah. And yeah. resurrected the dead Dalek. You didn't need three tribes scattered across I the I was state. totally expecting them to go, oh, we've, got, we've finished that one. We've they talk- oh, oh, wait, no, no. There's two more Daleks on the other side of the planet that we can't now get to. They talked Something about... Something like that would have been like... Yeah, they talked cool. about it being the fabled Battle of Hope Valley, which is where Sheffield is. So just have King Dalek in one piece Can I also under say- Sheffield Town Hall. That's all you need. Okay, so the guy that gets killed... Gets killed on a very clearly well travelled road, and then just lays there on a road that yeah. is really well travelled. Yeah. And that was my first. Thought. I was like, and also, somebody is going to find him. And also, you're going to get robbed. They're going to take whatever you're holding, including the Dalek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all. The, all of my expectations. Yeah. And then I was like, Are you kidding if me? A, if a if a medieval if a ninth was it ninth century? I can't remember. And if it, that that. If a you know, ninth ends up in oh, sorry, in the sewers. If a ninth century, just, oh, if yeah. a ninth century bandit <laughs> killed a bloke on the road, they'd strip the body of all the valuables, yep. and if they found that they had a bag full of meat, they'd eat it. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Which so, would have been a far more interesting episode when they all turned into Dalek human hybrids and again, with penises growing out their faces. We're coming back to we're coming back to the writing being a bit clunky here. They could easily have got rid of all of those objections and cut several minutes out of the runtime so we could see more of Yaz. If as well as the microwave. They'd had the aforementioned dude with the bag, waylaid on the road, shot from a distance the way he was, falls down a big bloody hole. Which explains why, you know, a, nobody a, robbed him. A fissure, a fissure yeah. in the rocks or something. Um, which explains why the body's not stripped and why nobody ate the Dalek. Uh, I'm loving the idea of someone eating a Dalek now. It, yeah, that <laughs> calamari. Oh, makes <laughs> And then you could just have had the Dalek. The Dalek was in a dormant phase because it was cut off from the sunlight and from radio transmissions and all of that. So just unearth, just unearthing yeah. it. Would have been enough. So, to react so, so they could so have. That's problem number one. My head, <laughs> my head cannon for that is that somebody found the body on the road and buried it because you know, I, I, I want the exact same yeah. position that he fell. Well, no, we don't necessarily. No, we don't. No, do. we... I know we do because he's lying face down. Yes, it went, it went, it went she from, literally it takes his hand off it. Lying yeah. there to like slow dissolve mm. of his then skeleton. Yeah, but they could, they could easily. Yeah, they could easily have done that, and they didn't, and that's annoying. And that is. An aspect of Christian was writing that I do not enjoy. It's a little bit clunky. Uh, we might come to my theory as to why. My, my my other really big complaint is towards the end with the man working on the farm that then gets killed. Yeah. That no one gives a shit about. Who then who has a farm that can make a Dalek? Nobody couldn't. It couldn't <laughs> with rockets. The yeah, the rockets and the grenade launchers. Like um, no. No. Yeah, yeah, actually, no. Do you know what? Have a forge. I'm going to. They, oh no! I'm going to. No, I'm going to put my hand up here. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand up here. The guy. No, no, no. Just, just, just pause. Take a oh. deep, take a deep breath. Because I get exactly what you're saying, but I can answer that criticism. Okay, it's annoying that I have to, because it should have been better written. But I can answer that criticism. First of all, the guy was clearly a scrap dealer as well as a farmer, because when. The doctor arrives, or somebody arrives. No, when, when um, what's her face, who's carrying the Dalek, arrives and says, I want to have a look at something. Mm. He says, I, I, it's all been paid for, I can prove it. Yeah. So he's he a scrap, he's he a scrap, a scrap dealer, dealer, which means he probably has metal processing stuff in the way that Jodie was able to melt some knives and forks in a crucible in a garage in Sheffield. So this that. Okay, I'll, so I'll give right, them so that. we've gone from Chekhov's microwave to um, Farm X As far as the... Farm X Machina. <laughs> As far as the as far as the the grenades and the rocket fuel goes, remember who you're talking to. I could find MI5 and Scotland Yard. If you're listening, please disregard the next couple of minutes. I could find stuff lying around a farm that I could turn into rocket fuel. Probably not powerful enough to lift a Dalek made out of scrap iron, but it, it's doable enough that I can suspend my disbelief. As far as the... Especially since Daleks are meant to be, like, ridiculously intelligent. Yeah. yeah. As far as the grenades built into it goes... Mm -hmm. First, there's fertilizer on a... The, but, yeah, yeah, again, I could yeah. probably do it. I couldn't make them that hard, but I could issue do it. with this Dalek specifically? It needed to look more shit. Okay. Yeah. It needed to look more steampunky. Yeah, because it is worth pointing out, they didn't build a Dalek. He built something that looked like the outer shell of a Dalek with yeah. what he had to hand. It needed to look more shit. Yeah, I would have rather it looked a bit shitter. Yes. Yeah, I think it could have looked a bit more, uh, kind of, uh, more like you know the shit they throw together in Fallout. You know, it's very much hammered, like bits. Yeah. Like, nothing really matches. They could have got asymmetrical. They could have got a scrap heap challenge tie-in and actually got the guys from. <laughs> but do you know what? To, to make it. it do, you know, do you know what? Because I didn't have that big a problem with it. 
And I think I've literally, I've had a little, little re- revelation just talking to you now. Chris Chibnall's my age, almost exactly my age. I think he's like a year or two older than me, which means like me, Chris Chibnall used to watch the A-Team on a Saturday tea time. So the idea that you can knock a tank together out of stuff you find in a shed <laughs> yes. is perfectly natural you as far as he's concerned. You need to have the A-Team van first to, no. to modify the no. van to do it. No, 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 no. The first episode of the A-Team, they take a school bus and they turn it into a tank with stuff they find in a shed in the middle of Guatemala or somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, to somebody like me, that's okay. I can, I can totally live my, with that. My, my other big problem, which we have already said, was that just Yaz was not used horribly horribly in these and I really don't remember her having like anything to do she gets she gets to she gets to make the phone calls she gets to escort the architects out of the sewers from under Sheffield City Hall I meant archaeologists (laughs) don't miss don't miss another person they might be architects they they could possibly be multitasking young people today very very clever I mean they they could (laughs) be more than one degree and she gets to have the plot explained to her a lot, and she gets she gets to to look dewy eyed at the doctor. That's basically all she does. I'm gonna rewatch this when I get home. Um, my one of my 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 minor problems with it. Let's because we've had your major problems with it. I enjoy it at all. Gout Dalek Dalek Scout. Oh no! You see, I liked that. Okay, so. Daleks are like this super mega evil death race of misery and Nazi space hell. Um, why wouldn't they just give those powers to all of the Daleks? This is my issue with it. This is my um, issue with it. Why, if you can make one fucking amazing, why don't you just make all of them that powerful? Please, please. No, no, because I can't. I, actually, I, I've headcanoned that already. Okay. Um, I, I can, I can explain that. Is it because it was the ninth century? Because no. like, that's just bullshit. No, no, that would be bullshit. No, I, my head cannon is better than that. Oh, okay. Have a little faith, Ed. No, I'll tell you, my, my head cannon for this is, right, first of all, I'm happy to have to do a head cannon because I like we've got an interesting new type of Dalek and not those bloody iPad Daleks that we had in Matt Smith's. Uh, not iPad, iMac Daleks. Oh, yeah, oh, with the, like, super the, chunky... I kind of like it. It is the eternal Dalek. I kind of... I actually... I'm just going to be that person that says that design I actually enjoy. Yeah, the, 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 I didn't the, mind the Winnie Cooper. I do look... Yeah, yeah. I do, love do you them. know why we've never seen them... We've barely seen them since, and when we have seen them since, they've never moved. Why? Because it's a really crap design for the guys who sit inside them. Oh, okay. And they keep hurting themselves. Oh, that sucks. I feel so, bad for them. So it's, it's, they are beautiful from a design so perspective. They've been, they've been, they've been. I'm afraid beaten by health and safety. <laughs> um, God damn it! Stairs can't stop Daleks anymore. But but health and nothing stops health and safety. A high vis yellow jackets can't um, stop a Dalek. <laughs> but but no, no. But interesting new type of Dalek. I like that that they have these things. Now that's a very powerful Dalek. Bearing in mind that the Daleks are amoral bastards, power-hungry Nazis, if you were Davros, Would you, you want wouldn't want them all to be that powerful. Okay, I suppose so. If we are in a Davros-based... Yeah. You yes, need... Fair. You know, bearing in mind, you know, we know who made... The, the Daleks are one of the very few races who actually literally know their god. Yeah. They know who made them. It was Davros. Mm. Do you um, know who made Davros? My dad's ex-wife's brother. Wow. <laughs> Actually made wow. Davros. That's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a random little thing. I, 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 Your dad's ex-wife brother. Wow. Yep. <laughs> it's a very random thing. Davros yeah. came to my pub quiz. 
That's very cool. Did he? Yeah. 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 He was uh, the second sci-fi Scarborough, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was. I know. I've, I've met Nick Briggs. Yeah. He was. He was every Dalek. Yeah. yeah. Well, not every Dalek. Yeah, he's, he's the voice of the Dalek. Dalek. Yeah. He's the Dalek in chief. Yeah. Yeah. I have um. I have a, a frog head made by the same guy. It's like a massive frog head, and it's made by the same guy that made Davros. Wow. It's not the Scandi Universe frog, then. No, it's not the Scandi Universe frog. No, yeah. but, so, you wouldn't, fact. you wouldn't, if you were Davros, you, you might want individuals you could send a long way away, really long way away from Scarrow, so they're not going to lead a revolt against you, because they're a long way away, mm-hmm. uh, but useful to have them able to do those things, so that they can help spread the Dalit. So... Good. Yeah, I'll allow yeah, okay. it. Yep. Uh, one thing I did like about the the new new Dalek, new creep Dalek, was um, just you know, d- double negative have done an absolutely beautiful job with all of the stuff. Oh, how good year. a DNA effects! So yeah. so good because you know I was I the the minute it like took over a person, I had flashbacks to penis face Dalek human hybrid and I, I was am just, Dalek sick. Yeah. I, I am did a human not want, Dalek. Yeah. I was just terrified that we were gonna get that. I quite like Dalek sec, but yeah I take your point. This <laughs> thing was just it was not good. For um, the benefit of the great. listeners, Hat is using her fingers she's on the other side of her face to make ten fingers <laughs> in uh, my face, face yeah. to kind of try to do that face. And he, he, that's what he looked like. And I'm just really grateful they didn't do that and I liked that sort of I, I like loved... the whole xenomorphy weirdness to it yeah. I actually appreciate that I love it's my only good thing also they've just made the Daleks more terrifying yes they can come out of their tanks mm. and remote control you uh, they can turn you into a meat puppet but only those type of Daleks but only what? those Daleks. Right, on. so the, that's all right what are the criticism at the end I can't remember the name of the character but the, the archaeologist lady who was possessed by the, the Dalek yeah I can't remember the name either Gets off completely scot free in front of a police officer. No, no. After she's murdered other people. No, but she hasn't. It was the Dalek. I'm fine with that. I I just assumed it was understood that that wasn't her. All of the DNA evidence and camera. Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty much going to point. But you know that the police car has a camera in it. I I, I just assumed that. Yes, Yaz covered it all up. Yeah, no, no. Because (laughs) it was. Because it was Because it was understood that it wasn't her. Then the doctor has fixed that. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a little bit of hand waving involved here, but I, I'm hand waving that. I, 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 Yaz, I, Yaz covered it up. Yasmin Khan is definitely the, the police officer. Yeah, I call, yeah, yeah it's Yasmin Khan. Yeah. level two. <laughs> she covered up the whole I, murder yeah. spree. I called her Yasmin Patel earlier. It is Yasmin Khan. Yasmin Khan. Yeah. I should get um, her name right. I crap at names. <laughs> I, I did like I the literally fact only remember hers. that. Uh, Brexit killed unit. Yes. Oh god, that was brilliant. I love that. I love that. That was Brexit. fantastic. That was like, yes, Dog Two is sticking to its roots. But also, also, because it's it's better than that, because <laughs> they make the point that our international partners aren't helping, which is a clear reference to the fact that Donald Trump is pulling um, the US out of every joint NATO exercise and every joint NATO thing that they're in. So it's, it's, it works. You're on your own, kids. It kisses off the gammons on both sides of the Atlantic. <laughs> it's fantastic. What about Torchwood? Could they not have contacted Torchwood? No, because Torchwood's pretty much been dissolved, hasn't it? I can't. I, I'm in, not a huge Torchwood. At the end of I, at the end of um, Miracle Day, there's basically nobody left. I mean, Yante's dead. Right. Tosh is dead. In fact, everyone's dead except Captain Jack and Gwen. And at the end of the the of Miracle Day, Gwen goes home. Gwen Gwen goes home and then effectively says, "Fuck this for a game of soldiers. I'm not doing it anymore." Yeah. 
and Captain Jack goes off to the stars in search of Captain Dave, the one that's played by Spike off of Buffy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember his name. He goes I up wish in... his name was Captain Dave. I I'm fairly it... sure it's not, but Captain Dave sounds great. I think <laughs> that's actually that's actually the Captain Morgan rumor. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dave. So so there is no Torchwood to go to. Fair that that explains. And, yeah, and, I, I until they it. resurrect it for another series of Torchwood, I suppose. But with Madame Buster and Jenny and Jack. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be so. Oh God, make that happen. Yeah. This is what I'm want. This is what I want. I mean, I, I, please, I, chips, please. I want to see more of Madame Buster and Jenny. And if I'm honest. Jenny, it's, <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs> Jenny's Jenny's one of my very favourite characters. So in the great. I love Jenny. Um, God bless. So yeah, no, I'm going to take your point. There was, there was a lot wrong with it, and I think we come back to Chibnall's writing is a bit clunky on this, and I I don't quite understand why because it's not like he hasn't got pedigree. Do you think maybe this was written to be an episode midway through maybe. the series, and then it was like maybe. we need we need to do something. To finish it all off, and it's like it let's feels let's, very let's, much like that. let's do a Dalek. Mm. And I feel like I feel like it's entirely possible that is the case because, and I will play out to my reasoning why. Okay, the, the Tim Shaw episode is definitely the end. Yeah. Except for that, it's not because we had an episode on New Year's Day. But the Tim Shaw episode is the wrapping up of the series. It feels very much like a final episode. You have got the guy from the beginning at the end, and um, you've won and you've beaten him, yeah. rather than sending him melting into the stars. Well done, the end. That felt like the end to me, even though we had a New Year's Day episode that wasn't the end. And I do think that it is entirely possible when they wrote the original thing, this was meant to come halfway through, and then they went, ooh, let's not put any old monsters in. Mm. we'll move this to the very end. And it just felt like a weird little reshuffle. Because yeah. realistically, in terms of like arc, other than the relationship between um, Ryan and um, Wolf, Graham. Graham, Graham, thank you. Yeah, um, Ryan and Graham. Other than their arc, it, everything else could have been in any order they like. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered, story-wise, because nothing connects together. This has been a massive complaint that people have had. There is doesn't seem to be any like thread, yeah, yeah linking it all together. And I don't think, like we were talking about world building, I think actually, yeah, it makes sense for them to not necessarily do that yet. I feel like they're laying trails for something much later that they will then come back to because you've got like the the mention in the second episode of the uh, Tim Shaw people whatever their race is, who, mm-hmm. the name of which escapes me because names, um, having, like, destroyed planets and kill people all over yep. the galaxy. And that kind of thing, that that pops back up. And I think that message is kind of snucking in there somewhere. Yeah. So I think, like, that kind of, yeah, it, it there's, does... There's a lot more to come. There's so much more that they are laying out, I think, than we've actually seen. And, yeah, I think the Dalek episode was going to go jammed in the middle somewhere and then they just whacked it on the end. That's possible. It's possible. feels that way. I think it's also, actually, that Chibnall doesn't have quite those priorities i think something that i've noticed in the way the episodes work both russell c davis and stephen moffat were very much about okay we know who our characters are we know who's in the tardis we know who the doctor is here's the threat mm. how does this team of people tackle that threat and everything's very focused on the enemy of the week yeah this is the problem watch them solve it chibnall's priority seems to have been Let's look at these characters. Let's see how these characters interact. Um, oh shit! We probably need something for them to do. Um, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of, what kind of threat can we give them so that we can learn about them while we watch them solve it? And it's been, it's been 
character-driven, yeah, not absolutely. plot, not yeah, yeah, plot-driven. Yeah. And I, think and I like that, but we do need a bit of Very plot. much character-driven yeah. through the historical episodes, yeah. and less character-driven through the more sci-fi, futuristic mm-hmm. episodes, mm-hmm. with the exception maybe of Graham. Yeah, well, and Ryan. Yeah. There's a, you know, Ryan had a lot of growing up to do, and a lot of things to face, and he did it. You know, when he was help, helping the dude give birth. I mean, that whole thing where the dude gives birth on the spaceship. That. that was all there for the benefit of Ryan. Yeah. To, to, so that Ryan could have the realisation, oh, you're my age. This is probably really hard for you. Oh, shit. And this all... is the age my dad was mm, yeah. when my mum died. Yeah. And that was probably very hard for him. And I've we've been resenting my dad. And he certainly didn't do the right thing, and he certainly didn't step off, step up, and he certainly ran away and abandoned me. But I'm not ready for this. Maybe he wasn't. And that that whole man gives birth on a spaceship thing was all. It was a vehicle for to that. drive Ryan's yeah. character yeah, yeah, yeah. completely. As was, I would argue, chucking Grace off a crane, which is what I don't like about it. Yeah, because that's classic fridging. And yeah. it, and and I thought we'd all said we weren't doing that anymore. Yeah. In the same way that we weren't killing our gays anymore. Which they did. Which they did. Yeah, they even did in the New Year's episode, didn't they? Yep. Lots of people mad. Lots and lots of people are really mad about it. And it's kind of like, yeah, and I understand a lot of people are saying it's not burial gays because... And I'm like, okay, but they went out of their way to make him gay. (laughs) And then they killed him. Like He didn't need to have any character development beyond security guard. They could have just killed a security guard. I know it's to endear you to him and make you realise that he has a family, but like... You could have killed a straight guy, really. It wouldn't have made us care yes. less. Yeah. He gave us a lovely, lovely gay who was trying to win a race to save her family in episode two. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Really good. Cool. I'm glad about that. It was like one second where they mentioned, like, you know, and, and, and you know, yeah, I lost my wife. I lost my wife. And it's like, you've already killed a gay. Why did you have to kill another gay? I mean, you killed a gay we never saw, and then you killed one we did see whose husband we never um, saw. Yeah, and it's not, on, it's not that... It's not that I think women of colour and LGBTQ people and, you know, should be immune from dying on on the telly. But it's also the thing. Does it have to always be there? (laughs) It shouldn't also be the thing that defines every character. I mean, there was there was no need for that security guard to have any sexual orientation. At all that no, we knew about. He could have had cats. Because honestly, like, you know, he could have just been like, oh, oh my cat's at home. There was also no need died. for him to have any lines of dialogue either. He could have just died. And do you know what? If he'd had no dialogue, Yaz could have talked about something and we could have had more of her. Yep. But, Given they gave him a five minute conversation to us. You know, I mean, I think, I think almost if I was going to agree with the there's too much PC in this season, that would be what I'd pick up on. You don't need to have. A little, little line of dialogue. Yeah. I was like, oh, the security guards. I've met loads of security guards in my life. I never found out about any aspect of their family life because they were professional security guards yeah. and they didn't engage me in small talk. And I, would, and I would imagine that if you're doing your job and you're the only person doing your job on New Year's Day, you're not, and then somebody turns up, regardless of if they're wearing a police officer's uniform or not, you're not going to start telling them private information about yourself. No, you're going to say, who are you and why are you here, officer? We already know that he's crap at his job and not very professional because he goes, oh, yes, this is a secret facility that no one's meant to know about. I've only been working here five minutes. Also. Whoopsie doodle. And you're like, okay, so you didn't only make him gay and kill him. You made him fucking incompetent. Thank you. Like, please. But actually, all that needed to happen was that he said, can I help you, officer? 
dead. She went dead. Yeah. And who else is here? No one. It's just me because it's New Year's Day. Bang. Dead. Done. Yeah. yeah. Bang. Dead. Done. Good. Uh, Move on. <laughs> Move on. Can we have another? Can we give Yaz another three lines of dialogue? We've just Please. said thirty seconds. As he dies, his wallet falls open and shows a picture of him and another man. As he dies, his wallet falls open and it shows a picture of him and his cat. Yeah. I just think you know. Every time it's, you think you're so, going to kill someone who's gay, give them a kiss. Can we? Can we? Obviously, need to start wrapping up. Yeah. Um, can we talk about where we predict? Good to know that Steve is still there. We need to be wrapping wrapping up, guy. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> can we predict where we think or what we would like to see? I was going to say actually I'm going to say I'm going to say categorically I certainly can't make any predictions because I had ideas about where this season was going and it didn't I didn't have any preconceptions because I knew it was all new and I my only prediction is that we're going to see more Tim Shaw people I think they're going to come back I can't remember what they're called but I think we're going to see them again because it has been mentioned that they are throughout throughout space and attacking other planets and they also spent a lot of money on that outfit oh my god didn't they they beautiful Um, and also they left Tim Shaw alive yeah he's in suspended animation but that doesn't mean somebody can't get him out correct and so you know I think that's going to be interesting I'd like to see that that Oh, and actually, actually also, just, let's all face it, Greece's space Nazi is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And but also, just to, yeah. just to just to go back over something that did piss me off, <laughs> it wasn't in the final episode. Okay. It was in, well, it was in the official final episode. Okay. The Ooks. Yeah. I understand that they were doing what they would do. They did the terrible things they did. They were responsible for the deaths of everybody on nine planets. Yeah. And... Tim Shaw couldn't have done that without them. And they faced no retribution for it. They, they faced no consequences at all. They just went off and went, oh, let's go and tour the universe and see a bit of, see it. oh, maybe you could go and visit those dead planets that you killed. And I know that they were being manipulated by Tim Shaw, but actually there was a point that could have been made about that. There should be consequences. They had a religion. The, lead, the person they, they mistakenly believed to be the leader of that religion... Mm told them to do a very bad thing, which they knew to be bad, and which they understood to be bad, and they said, effectively, the Lord moves in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform, we must do what we're told. And they abdicated any sense of moral responsibility, and then, when it's revealed to them that their Lord is an imposter, and they've committed multiple acts of genocide... Surely that is going to lead to some sort of internal conflict. They basically go... Whoopsie! And, <laughs> and yeah, and not only do they not face any consequences, <laughs> but they don't seem bothered. Which is horrifying. Well, maybe that's going to come up with the next At the very maybe, least. Maybe one of them just going to go, like, they'll be sat there in this amazing space cocktail bar, and one of them just going to hold their drink to their lips and then drop it and go, shit. <laughs> At, the very least, <laughs> At the very least, they should be racked with guilt. The same space cocktail bar with Jack Harkness in it, right? Yeah. 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 I love that space cocktail bar. <laughs> Who will totally be checking out the dude. Captain yeah, Dave. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, and they could have actually made a thing out of that. When, you know, I was going to say Ryan could have said. No, Yaz could have said, because it would have given her another line. Yaz could have Give said. all the lines, please. Yeah, because also, Yaz is a police officer. Yeah. You know, uh, you know Dealing so with, many reasons for her to have those people, lines. Dealing with people who've committed crimes is kind of her thing. Yeah. You know, there should have been a line where she said, well, what do we do about the Ooks? Because they did these terrible things. And the Doctor could just have said something like, I think having to live... They're immortal. I think having to live with that for for the rest of eternity is probably punishment enough. And then we could have seen them being wrapped with guilt. And going off to walk the universe to do good things, to try and redeem themselves. That would have been fine. Yeah, That's totally. a jolly holiday. But just going... 
we're going backpacking now, yeah. is no, you don't get a fucking gap year. <laughs> <laughs> I, so that pissed me off. Yeah. I, uh, again, piss poor writing, Chibnall's fault. Yeah. I like Chris Chibnall's general thrust of things, but there are some things in his writing that are Scandi Dad. Scandi Dad. There should have been. There Social should, services should have been called. My headcanon my head is that that's what happened. The doctor, I mean, it is, it is a phone box. <laughs> the doctor got back in the TARDIS and immediately called social services in offline. Yeah. I, but, yeah. All right. A couple of questions off the top of my head. Do you think next season they're going to try and bring in more classic villains? Or do you think they should Probably. stay Probably. Chibnall is... Chibnall... Do you know, if Chibnall's... I don't see another Cyberman ever again, I'll be happy. Yeah, I hope we don't see... I think we've, I think we've been cyberman Yeah. I don't care about seeing another Dalek. I don't care about seeing another Cyberman. Chibnall is just like Moffat. However, he's an old school classic Doctor Who geek. I suspect we might see something like the Macra or uh, done well this time. Not like they were in Gridlock. Or um, the Hemovores. I'd love to see the Hemovores from the Curse of Fenric. Sorry, proper old school Doctor Who geeky now. People are looking at me like, what? From what? Yeah, there are lots of old... Doctor Who villains that we've only seen once. Yeah. I'd quite like to see some of those again. Yep. That'd be awesome. Do you know what? I'd love to see Ark in Space redone well. Yeah. Can we have a sea can we have a I'd, sea devil? I'd love Oh yeah, I'd love a sea devil. <laughs> we've had a nice warrior twice. Can we have a sea devil? Yeah. I but I, I would I'd love to see them do revisit the Ark in like Space. The Ark would be in great. Space. And because I mean a sleeping bag covered in bubble wrap. Let's see that done really well by double negative yeah. because they are so good. Do you yeah. think they might revisit classic new Who villains? I really hope we don't get farting green monsters again. Yeah, I d- please no more Slovene. If they do another kids version of Doctor Who, like Sarah Jane Adventures, then farting aliens are great. But I don't want to see another fucking Slovene you know, ever. I haven't well, do you think maybe one? You know, Weeping Angels could come back? Do you think... <gasps> Weeping Angels? Actually, the Weeping Angels, I'd like to see it again, because we've got... Did either of you watch Class? No. This is what I was going to say. I haven't watched Class. Right. Because the Weeping Because there's unfinished business with the Weeping Angels now, because... I'm going to have to go home and watch that. Because spoilers for a show that's two years old and nobody watched. Uh, it is available on Netflix. Nobody watched. Uh, I watched it. It was quite good. Um, I have. N- I never even knew it was on. It was nowhere near as well. It wasn't. That was the problem. It was on BBC Three. Oh, that explains everything. And then it was on, and because everything on BBC Three has to be on networks television at some point. It was on at like two in the morning, I think, yeah. on BBC Two. I watched it when it was on BBC Three. I thoroughly enjoyed. It. I mean, again, it was flawed, mm-hmm. but it was great. Some of the characters were awesome. And there's a. I won't spoil it too much. Um, but there's a major thing at the end of, in the the end of season finale of Class with the Weeping Angels. So there's unfinished business with the Weeping Angels. Mm. It would be quite nice to have that loose end tied up. They won't do it because nobody watched class. So there's like me and three other people who care. Yeah, but they've done stuff with things like that in the past. Mm. Like they've 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 teased old old who in new who in ways that has made people go, "Oh, I remember that." Well, and there are some amazing I mean, sorry, this isn't supposed to be a podcast about class, but I'm you started it. There are some amazing characters in class. I mean, the kids were all like 25 and playing sixth formers, but <laughs> Miss Quill, who is a teacher at Coal Hill and also an alien, um, is just bloody brilliant. Um, it's worth watching class just for Miss Quill. Right. Um, she has all the snark, all of it, every single bit of snark. She's got it all. That's why nobody else is snarky ever. 
because there's none left. <laughs> Miss Quill's got all of it. She is brilliant. I would love to see that character return. And there's no way she's coming back in class because that's never going to happen. So are we all convinced then that Graham is probably going to snuff it at some stage? I hope not. I feel like he might. I feel... I, th- because, like, uh, obviously, he doesn't say, I'm cured of cancer. He says, no, he says I'm, I'm in, in remission. remission. And I, I feel like, you know, there's there's all sorts of possibilities for him in terms of character in that, you know, you, you know, like you said, go back in, going back in time, seeing Grace one last time. I... Or, you know, seeing Grace after. Or in you know, all sorts of stuff could be done with that. I, I hope, hope they, did that with the, the I hope they don't. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they don't kill him. But... I love that we call it a Scandi Dad episode. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I really enjoyed that episode. We need... Well. Like it was, it oh, was yes, so mad. Oh, I love that bit where... Because where, the, 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 the false lead with the bear traps. Yeah. yeah. And you've got all those bear traps. There are bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I hope they don't kill Graham. I would be very upset if they did that. But one thing that's been clear this, se- this series is three companions in the TARDIS at the same time was perfectly fine for the fifth Doctor, when episodes were only a half an hour long, but stories took six or seven episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was room. There isn't any more. You've got 45 minutes. I don't want to lose a companion permanently, but if Yaz is going to have more to do, we need to get rid of Graham and Ryan sometimes. So he comes out of remission, and he has to go for chemo, and Ryan goes with him. And that explains why Ryan and Graham are on the TARDIS, so that we can have more yes. Oh, just Graham. And yes, I have to, and, uh, I have just suggested that an old man gets cancer so that we can see more of somebody else. <laughs> I, I think, um, I feel like the, the, it, there's, I really wouldn't mind there being episodes split over, stories split over two episodes. I think there is room for that. Yeah, I, I think, think there's a lot of times Monster of the it, Week it needs... is so actually well, irritating now because otherwise it wraps up too quickly yeah. Too yeah and there's so much that could be done and so much could be explored and it just doesn't they don't have the, like you said they don't have the time and the, so they're doing so much character development they don't have time for the rest of the plot to actually to, to become what it needs to be and there's lots you can do with a cliffhanger oh so much and we, I mean we got we did get a cliffhanger this 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 series between episodes one and two yeah because yeah. at the end of episode one they are floating in the vacuum of space yes which is sustainable for a short period of time. Yes. So just just because I saw one or two people saying that if you put a person in a vacuum space, they'd explode. They wouldn't. Myth busted. The human, well, the human body is, is, is more than capable of sustaining, uh, containing a pressure of one atmosphere, which is all it's doing in a vacuum. It's much safer to be in the vacuum space than it is at the bottom of the ocean. Just trust me on this. And there's a very good R.C. Clarke story where this happened. But they, they, they abandon ship. Um, they go from one ship to another ship without spacesuits. They just open the airlock and all, like, Slam themselves out. That's really not relevant. It's fine. Yeah. Earthlight, I think it's called. Links in the show notes. I, so, I've, I've one other thing, which was it was teased in the fiftieth anniversary episode mm-hmm. with the curator. Oh, I cried. Yeah. You, so you'd like to see Tom Baker back? I yeah. I would too. I'm not. Gonna, I love him so much. I think he's my favourite classic. We need to get before it's too late. We need to get Tom Baker back. Oh, I'd love to see that. I'd love their inter- interaction. I would love a jelly baby. And I would love to see him not just crop up in one episode, but actually be a companion for a little while. I I've always thought this what would that the what do? what the one of the things that the Doctor needs as a companion is the Doctor. 
And I think that would that be an amazing... could be quite cool. There are several reasons why I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and they all have to do with the fact that Tom Baker is really old. Yeah. That's um, why it's sooner rather than later. But I think, I think that ship might have sailed. I, I, I don't think Tom Baker is up for doing a few days filming. He, he's still, he's still pitching up, <laughs> he's still pitching up for the, um, big finish audios. He's done like something, I, I, I'm making this number up out of my head, but he's done a lot, something like nine seasons of extra fourth Doctor stories because that's an afternoon's work in a recording booth. Yeah, I think Colin Baker has taken the mantle of actually playing the Doctor more times now thanks to Big Finish. Probably. Yeah. Because Colin Baker will... Just so that he can say he's played the Doctor. Well, also, Colin Baker will turn up for just about anything. Yeah. He's a lovely man. But yeah, I'd, 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 I'd love to see Peter Davison back yeah. in a, in a yeah. two-Doctor story. And Sylvester McCoy. Oh yeah, and he definitely. Could bring Ace. He could bring Ace. Definitely Sylvester McCoy. If that means we get Ace back, yeah. yes, please. Because I want more Ace. So basically, what I'm saying is, Ace I... and Yaz, Battle of the Leather Jackets. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, I think we need to bring more classic Who into new Who. Especially with it feeling very much more like classic Who yeah. in terms of the way the stories are functioning. Yeah, well up for that. And as I say, I, th- I think Chibs is is up for that. I think Christian will strikes me as somebody who would want. Like that really obscure monster that, that like four people remember. So it feels new, but it's it's had a yeah. origin here. Yeah, I, I, I'm well up for that. I mean, it's not like there aren't a lot. I mean, how many monsters are there in what Classic Who that's not been reduced? 690 somewhat episodes, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's a few. Wow. You could redeem the talents of Wing Chiang. Yeah, it's the most so obscure. Um, it's, it's basically the most racist thing that happened. Say, yeah, it's the most racist thing that happened in the 1970s. Wow, that's hard. It's, it's pretty racist. <laughs> Jesus. It's pretty racist. That's terrifying. I mean, there are quite a lot of classic Doctor Who episodes where really obviously English, not just white, but really obviously English actors brown themselves up mm. to play Tibetans and stuff. Egyptians, I feel like of, an Egyptian situation. Talons of Wang Chiang is the worst example oh, of that Jesus ever. It, 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 have, you, have you ever seen the, um, it was the Steve Coogan series, Doctor Terrible's House of Horrible? Uh, I didn't watch it. And really. Mark Gattis plays a essentially Fu Manchu character in that. I, I'm fairly sure he challenges in a one chain. Brilliant. I'm fairly sure it's he so can. funny. Because Gatis Gatis will was well Gatis definitely watched the Towns of Wonchang oh, yeah, when yeah, he was I'm, on. I'm, I'm pretty sure actually they do reference it. And he's intelligent enough yeah. to even at the time have gone. Yeah. That's a bit bloody much. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine he was writing that sketch in his head for yeah. quite a long time. I, I, what else? Do, what else do I want from Doctor Who? More Yaz. More Yaz. I just want more Yaz. Want more Yaz. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just want more to actually. F- it feels a little thin currently for me. Like the characters are being sketched. Like this is how I feel about it. And they've, yeah. they've, they've laid the groundwork, and I just want to see them build on it. I don't I want them to spread is, it I more. I want them to build building. it up. This is now where it's. It's taken them a season to set the tone. Yeah. Now yeah. they have to develop it and, and yeah. develop from there. So yeah, Kablam was shit. <laughs> we we can all agree. Kablam uh, was we can all absolutely. Agree. I would then say I think Resolution is then probably my second least favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Which do you dislike? Well, you see, yeah, you see, I'm trying to think whether there's an episode I dislike more than that. I don't think there is. No, so I didn't. I didn't dislike Resolution, but no. I. I think there are better episodes I to think, end the season on than yeah. Resolution. I think, I think we're probably all going to agree that Demons of the Punch-Up was best. 
Oh, it's phenomenal. Are we? Yes, yeah. In terms of um, in terms of the drama and I think performances. And I think I'm probably putting Rosa second. Yeah, I I did like mm. it. Uh, Scandi Dad was actually the episode was called It Takes You Away. It takes you away. That's I, right. I did really I enjoy that episode. And I said I didn't. Well, I, I th- there was too much in that episode that made me wince, and I. There was, a, there was a few things in that episode that I really didn't like. So mm-hmm. as a, as a result, I did also like, really enjoy the the ghost mother of the second episode. I I, love and that. I, I would also like to see those characters returning as well. Yes, yeah, with their money now they've won. Yeah, see if they manage to save their families or whoever else they're trying to save after the guy's or, bomb pushed out a tree. Or they find them at an early point. Otherwise, we never remember them. But then maybe they have to be some kind of memory, uh, kind of like flashy thing. So. Yeah, I think. Oh, please, no Men in Black flashy things. No, no. Not in Doctor Who. No, but I think it would be nice to see, like, if they had, especially since that would link to the Tim Shaw people, because obviously the woman was trying to get back to her planet to save her family from them, yeah. and her her planet was almost decimated by those people, which again links back to backpacking people uh, who destroyed, but, allowed that to happen. Score Av Colos. You know, so I think episode. Yeah, I've got it written down. I'm not remembering these at all. So I think, like, it would be really interesting to see some of the stories that have been set out advanced upon, um, you know. I, I don't particularly care where where the, the dad, not, I don't mean Ryan's dad, I mean Prego dad is these days. Not really yeah. worrying about his story. No, I hope he's off being a decent, big, decent parent. Yeah, but, uh, but, you know, I think there are characters that have appeared that I think I'd li- I would like to see back. Yeah. And they were played by actors who are big enough to come back. Do you know I'd what I like, mean as well? I'd like Armalek to come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see him develop. Just, just because his complete indifference was... There was nothing evil about him. He just didn't give a toss. Which, in its own way, was it's completely like, evil. So I lo- I love I'm this. leaving all you people on the planet. You're probably going to die. Whatever. Yeah. So sorry. No, you're not. No, not really. You know, that, that in itself. I loved that. That was great. Yeah, I do think everyone should find someone who looks at them the way the doctor looks at the TARDIS. Yeah, especially when it dispenses custard creams. Oh yeah. Oh, the custard cream dispenser. I, do you know what? I like the custard cream dispenser even more than I like the macaroon dispenser and the drinks cabinet that the doctor didn't know was there. I, 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 I think the custard cream dis- dispenser was perfect. It was beautiful, and I love the new TARDIS. I like it a lot. I oh. like, and I like. I mean, I like the outside of it a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm not that. I'm not completely sold on the inside of the TARDIS at the moment. I don't think we've really spent that much time in yeah, it to get to know it. And actually, yeah, if we're looking for a prediction for the next year, we're going to see more of the inside of the TARDIS because they've more. spent a fortune on that set and no one's seen it yet. It's yeah. beautiful. I would love to see more of it. I really. Um, but no, I agree with you. I'm, that's my favourite TARDIS exterior. Oh, gorgeous! For quite a long time. I think it's great. I love that they've changed the colour. Yep. It's not the same. Blue. I love it's got a blue light on the top. It means the flashing blue light that I bought to make a TARDIS costume out of ages ago is now relevant again. <laughs> and I like the um, the the plaques different as well. I like yeah. everything about it. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, I love you, you beautiful thing. Yeah, she's my beautiful ghost monument. <laughs> she is. Um, yeah, I, I, love, I, I love what they've done with the outside of the TARDIS. I'm not completely sold on the inside of the TARDIS. What I do like about the inside of the TARDIS is that it's quite small. I don't mind that they never turn the lights on. That's fine. I've watched a lot of science fiction. It's quite dark in space, apparently. But Capaldi's TARDIS in particular was getting a bit... The first time Bill... I've, I've just rewatched the first episode of Capaldi's run. Mm. The first time Bill goes into the TARDIS, first she asks if it's a knock-through, which is absolutely brilliant. And then, then she says, it's like a great big... And the Doctor says, spaceship. And she goes, 
It's like a great big kitchen. Because <laughs> yeah. everything's so white and stainless steel yeah. and it's yeah. splashbacks. And it's, whereas I like the I like the fact that the new interior is quite dingy and it's crystal, which matches the Sonic. Mm-hmm. And I sort of feel that the TARDIS knew what the Doctor had done. And I like that it's quite geometric-y and like... The, yeah, the round things are hexagons. The round things are hexagons. But not only that, the, the way they interlock is 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 really beautiful. It feels more techno-organic yeah. in a way yeah. that the TARDIS yeah. should be. Absolutely. Yeah. It's got that, that feeling to it. And and um, the other thing about it that I, I, I noticed was that the it doesn't look plasticky. It does it looks like you say organic. Yeah. It's like concrete y. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and that feels right. Or or steel that hasn't been polished, like smelting. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like you say, like the it, like the TARDIS. Almost as though you're knocked together in a forge in the back of a garage in Sheffield. <laughs> or somebody's farm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Farm X Machina. Yeah. That's, the, that's the episode title, by the way. <laughs> the episode is called Farm, farm X Machina. Machina. Um, <laughs> yeah, shall... Since, <laughs> since, since, since it's about 25 minutes since Steve first suggested we should wrap this up. It's it's just the car park closes very soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, final thoughts? I've really enjoyed this season of Doctor Who more so than others because I think I'm not I'm a big Doctor Who fan but I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan there's obviously there's a big difference there I don't know a lot of the the older stuff I caught bits of it I didn't really watch Eccleston and Tennant I I discovered it through Matt Smith midway through Matt Smith and so I've, I've gone back and I've always been going back Capaldi's run I liked it but didn't love it this is definitely a big improvement and it's in terms of characterization, I think it's done wonders. Mm-hmm. Except for what we has. Um, so yeah, it, it is two thumbs up for me for yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but it's probably overall an A minus, I guess. It's like there's there's room for improvement. There's so much to build on, and I think, I think that's, that's, that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. My overall is. I love it. I like it more now I'm watching it a second time. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I am, because I'm going through it, and I, I will watch it all again. Um, but I I think there's more... I don't know. I feel like watching it a second time, I'm seeing more and I'm noticing more, which is great. But that also means that there is so much more to build on and mm-hmm. to do and to take in different directions next time, are which you... is not for a whole year. Yeah. Are, yeah. You, are you going to watch Kablam again? No. I'm not going to watch Kablam right. again. There is nothing on the sorry, that sorry, could just... make me watch Kablam what? ever again. I, I don't remember an episode called Kablam. It's like the fourth year of Jones film. It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's on the same DVD rack as the Kingdom of the Crystal School. <laughs> Alien Resurrection. Uh, Alien Resurrection. Actually, I quite like Alien Resurrection. <coughs> um, it's, it's on the same shelf as Nicolas Cage's Left Behind. Huh. <laughs> oh, God. I heard you talking about that one. Uh, so, yeah. No. And like, also Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider has and a And let's certain... not forget Nicolas Cage's The Wicker Man. Oh, God. No, please, let's forget Nicolas Cage's The Wicker Man. But Nicolas Cage's The Ghost Rider has a certain shite charm. It really doesn't. Kablam does not. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing, on there's the nothing shelf. charming about Kablam. We're going to put that on a shelf that I definitely can't reach. Right. And I, never, ever look we are going. We are going to call it a day here because Steve really does have to go and make sure his car doesn't get locked in the car yeah, park. I can't get home. <laughs> well, I'll give you a lift, but that doesn't get to work tomorrow. So thank you for joining us. Uh, this is this is actually the second time you've joined us because this is almost certainly a two-part episode. So we'll pretend we said goodbye at the end of the first episode and it wasn't just me cutting the tape. Uh, so, uh, But until next time when we'll talk about something else, Um, We will see you at the gates. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate. Or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates. Or contact us by email on mail4geeksatthegates at gmail.com. That is the number four, not the word. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire. Don't carry knives, kids. Because you're so going to pay attention to anything I say. No kid ever has. Teacher for 16 years. One word from me, the kids did exactly what they bloody well wanted. What the bloody heck?